it appears the maestro of madness has completely taken him over and uh r-a-w-f right now the staff is in shambles trying to get things together for graveyard smash next sunday uh, so here we are, El Vacant. It is just nine, eight nights away. It is R.A.W.F. Graveyard Smash Live from Atlanta, Georgia. And it is quite the card we have lined up and in store for you in Atlanta. Let's start with the main event. It is for the World Heavyweight Championship. It will be Terror Inc.'s Claymore taking on the immortal Griffith looking to become the first ever six-time R.A.W.F. World Heavyweight Champion. L. Vacant, your synopsis of this match, if you will. Oh, I think this is going to be uh, quite quite the fight. I mean, Claymore came in. You know, he did something that no one else was able to do for quite some time. You know, and he took that title away from uh, you know the, the the walking man beast over there. You know, and uh, that's no and, and he did it with authority. So you know, he, he he's. Uh, He's definitely something to contend with, but, you know, uh, the ego man, you know, he's been trying to make a point lately to the to, to Terror Inc. people that, they, you know, he's the, he's not how you say, you know, all kumbaya with them lately. He's, you know, they, they seem to have put themselves on his, uh, his hit list. And, you know, I've seen other people get put on that list and it never goes well for them. So, you know, I, I don't know. The question is, is, you know, can Claymore uh, stand up to an angry immortal? It all goes down next week at Graveyard Smash. Also, the Immortal Griffith will do double duty. He could be the only second man in R.A.W.F. history to hold the World and Platinum Dragon Championships at the same time if he can defeat Claymore and then defend the Platinum Dragon Championships against his longtime nemesis, the man who beat him for the Platinum Dragon Championship 13 months ago. At Cataclysm, he is the paragon of greatness. So, with that being said, can Griff focus on both matches and pull it out, pull out this historic event? I mean, he's you know he made a career of of doing exactly that several years ago. You know, it's been a while since he's been in this sort of situation. So we'll see, you know, if those skills have uh, deteriorated. I guess is the best word, you know, but. You know, never, never count him out. He, he's, you know, he's he's been able to maintain, uh, you know, multiple belts at the same time in the past. So I don't see why he would not be able to do it now. You know, now that being said, like you said, the last time he lost this title, it was to Paragon at this event. So indeed. It was actually 13 months ago at Cataclysm, not at Graveyard Smash. Oh, no, However, you're, you're correct. He wanted back at this event. You're correct. Indeed. Yes, he did. He defeated Killer Neptune to regain the Platinum Dragon Championship. So See, this lane, is why we keep him around. He's like walking like Rolodex. He just knows all these things. Indeed. Indubitably. So, with that being said, National Championship will also be on the line. Now, the tough one, Sheik, the current reigning National Champion, the Lady Vex the lovely Lady Vex, to challenge the Nash for the National Championship at Graveyard Smash. But there is a but in this situation, and we will talk to you about yeah, that. Yeah, in I just Dude, have you seen it? I mean, it's beautiful. You just walk us around, and it's... That is not oh, that's not what you meant. No, but I do agree. I concur with you 1,000%. 
we do not know who sin if and when he will def- defend the men's championship. The Arsenal of the, tur- Arsenal of the Month tournament still ongoing. If that tournament concludes by Graveyard Smash, then Sin will have to defend against the winner of that tournament. However, Crazy Mama, the estrogen champion, won the Biatch of the Month tournament. Meaning, she gets to choose her opponent for Graveyard Smash. She has made her choice, and that lucky lady is the first lady of Anarchy, the Cougar, challenging for the Estrogen Championship at Graveyard Smash. However, that is not the end of Coog's Night, uh, Lady Coog's Night, if you will, as she also challenges Alistair Fiend for the Multimedia Championship. So, two big matches for the First Lady of Anarchy at Graveyard Smash, and, well, there's a third one that we will talk about in just a little bit. Now, with that being said, Judgment last week, Dateline Montgomery, Alabama. Judgment lost the FUBAR City Championship to D's on Superstars last week, meaning D's now will defend the FUBAR City Championship against fellow renegade Redneck Adventure. That is going to be one hell of a FUBAR City street fight. Don't you think, Vacant? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, look, uh, I have to admit, I, I did not expect these to uh, to take the belt from uh, from Judgment. He's been doing uh, quite well lately, especially in in this particular scenario. Um, but uh, congratulations, uh, are in order clearly, you know. And you know, hey, it's one less title that you know the Terrarink has, so I'm kind of okay with that. Midnight Hobo Championship will be on the line. The title machine, Mithras, to defend. Against Big Greg Mithras, did you know Elvacant that Mithras first won the Midnight Hobo Championship at Love Hurts in 2015, defeating May he rest in peace, Canadian Enforcer. I, I did not know that, but you know, again, like I said, Rolodex. So you know, I, I will not question you on this. Since that time, he has lost the Midnight Hobo Championship on two occasions, however, only to regain them back in just a couple weeks' time. So, with that being said, for the most part, Mithras has been Midnight Hobo Champion well over four years. That is mind-boggling, wouldn't you say, Alvaca? It's quite a feat, I have to say. See. But, does Big Greg... Stand a chance at being one of the rare few who, in that four years, can wrest that Midnight Hobo Championship away from the title machine. I'm going to go with no. Is that your final answer? Oh, see, see, there's this. I mean, but that's always an answer. If you pay attention, like week in, week out, they say, hey, well, this person beats, you know, the title machine. And I say, mm, no. It is going to be a great match between Mithras and Big Greg. Midnight Hobo Championship on the line at Graveyard Smash. Triple Crown Championship will be on the line. Ghost to defend that title against two tough opponents and two opponents getting their first ever title shots in RAWF, I might add. The uh, the unsettled Chris Cage and the and Fajita Muscles will take on Ghost 
winner will walk out Triple Crown champion. Three relatively, I would say, not non-eventers going at it for the Triple Crown championship. Is this a sign of things to come here in RAWF? You know, every so often we, we hit these stages where, you know, some of the new blood comes in and, and they kind of make a splash. You know, they come in, you know, and they make names for themselves. They get up there in the rankings, you know, and some of them manage to stay there and, you know, some of them sort of fade away. So, you know, I, I've kind of grown into not, you know, not trying to predict those things until we see, you know, if, if they have any, uh, how you say, uh, stamina. We will find out which one of these relative newcomers to RAWF walks out Triple Crown champion. Powerball Championship will be on the line. Killer Neptune defending it for the seventh time. And in the seven times he's defended it, five of those times have been against fellow members of the Opaque Brotherhood. This time, he will be defending against a fellow member of the, um, of the Opaque Brotherhood, Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank looking to regain some gold. He's been without gold since losing the World Heavyweight Championship to Claymore. Does Uncle Frank, do you think Uncle Vank is motivated to beat Tilla Neptune for that Powerball title at Graveyard Smash? I don't know. I mean, how could he not be? I mean, he's, you know, he just took, he took a, a fairly big loss recently. He needs to, you know, to kind of go out there and remind people who he is. It is going to be one hell of a match. Killer Neptune, Uncle Frank, Powerball Championship on the line. Killer Neptune has been a very, very dominant Powerball Championship since winning it several months ago. Tag Team Championship is scheduled to be on the line. However, with the executive order, Mithras and Lord Amadeus, but considering what has been going on with Lord Amadeus, the maestro returning, taking him over, and all of the things that have been challenging Mithras of all people, what would this mean, no matter who the opponent could will be at Graveyard Smash, what could this mean for the executive order? Uh, so, I'm going to say that it kind of, you know, look, I've, I've, re- I've referenced saying, you know, in the past about certain matches, like, well, you know, it depends on which so-and-so shows up that day. I have never meant that more then I mean it when I say it depends on who shows up for that tag match. Because, you know, if it's, if it's, it's Los Angeles, you know, then, you know, they, they, they work well together. They be copacetic, you know, they go in, they have the match. It's good. If it's the other guy, you know, he doesn't like the, the title machine overly much. So we have to see how that goes. Hmm? It could definitely get very interesting. And of course the lovely Raven, R.A.W.F. Tag GM for the last time this season. She is stepping down. Uh, We'll talk more about that in just a few minutes. But she has yet to configure the final standings for the tag team rankings. We will find out next week who will challenge the executive order for the tag team championships. I mean, I kind of feel bad for whoever it is, though, because if the other guy shows up, you know, like he's, yeah, that's not good. Indubitably. Supreme Fighter Championship will also be on the line for the last time. After this match, the Supreme Champ- Fighter Championship will be retired. 
Claymore, the current reigning Supreme Fighter champion. He will take on Devilish PC, final Supreme Fighter championship match in RAWF. Again, Raven stepping down from 32 to 1. That title will be put into retirement or at least into limbo for the time being. All right. Champions Choice Championship. Dees, I don't believe, has chosen his opponent as of yet, or if he has, I have not. I do not have it here. So don't look at me. Get, no one tells me anything. We will get back to you on whether he, who, he will be defending the Champions Choice Championship against. Some other matches on the card. A last man standing match. It will be Terror Inc.'s Luke Hero for Hire taking on Ego's Rook in a last man standing match. Also, a high voltage steel cage match. It will be Dees versus Nightcrawler. Now, maybe Dees will be defending that Champions Choice Championship in that match. I have not been informed of whether that is the case or not. We will find out. I'll let you all know next week. Also, Mave O'Hare taking on Sophia McFadden in a match at uh, Graveyard Smash as well. So, And it looks like that Maestro will collide with Mr. The Title Machine at Graveyard Smash. So, El Vacant, you've watched the Maestro over the last few years try to take out opponents here at Graveyard Smash. Paragon, the Immortal Griffith, Shifty, Judgment. He has never yet been able to succeed. And it's always these legends that he challenges to it, it's and he said and it seems to think he seems to believe that he can only take if he has to take out a top challenger not a not a jobber not a bottom feeder if you will he has to take out a very strong opponent to be able to take over RAWF and unstoppable like he says his madness can do you think Mithras knows what he's dealing with when it comes to graveyard smash and the maestro I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't know, uh, but on some level, I don't know that it matters because it's, 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 it's Mithras. I mean, he's going to go in and, you know, and he's going to start wrestling and, you know, and if he's not aware, if he hasn't paid attention, although I doubt that he does tend to do his homework, but if he hasn't paid attention, you know, he'll go about his business until something weird happens. And believe me, something weird will happen. Um, and then he will adjust because that's what he does. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is your rundown thus far for Graveyard Smash. Keep an eye up on the Graveyard Smash update scene on the REWF main page for, for more news with my constituent, Sasha Cabrero. All right, Dateline Montgomery, Macon, Macon, Georgia, that is. Sorry, wrong sheet. I'm not used to doing radio, so I don't All right, here we go. It will be tomorrow on Superstars in Macon, Georgia. Judgment was er, Judgment will challenge the Teflon Sheik for the national championship. These two, and now this is a very interesting situation, Alvika. Teflon Sheik defended his men's championship against Sin two weeks ago on Superstars, lost the title to Sin. However, a fellow member of Terror Inc. This week, he accepts a challenge from another Terror Inc. member. In judgment for that national title. Is this situation a little suspicious in your eyes? Is that the word you want to use? It stinks on ice. That's what it is. Hmm. 
it very well could be that t if Judgment beats Tough One Sheik for that national title, it will be Judgment versus Lady Vex for the national title at Graveyard Smash. I mean, I mean, I don't know. You, you ask me. To me, it sounds like maybe someone, you know, doesn't want to face Vex. I'm just saying, maybe. Well, I, I, I maybe someone's running a little scared. I do have to say this. I was at ringside when the Sheik took on Sin for the men's championship. It looked like a legit match to me. My I, my professional eyes saw a legit match. Two men actually fighting it out for a title. I do not think Sheik threw that match. However, you could be right. We will find out tomorrow on Superstars. Teflon Sheik defending the national title against Judgment. Superstars title will also be on the line. Strangleheart to defend against Denzel the Giant. And also on the card, Luke Hero for a Hire taking on Ego's Papa Shaker in a pre-match to his big match with Rook at Graveyard Smash. So that's where we stand right now for tomorrow's Superstars, which we live from the Macon Coliseum in Macon, Georgia. I'll be on the call with my good friend, Doc Dillinger, tomorrow. Exciting night of action. All right. So, El Vacant, I believe you have been given the rankings the, for this week. Why don't you go ahead and tell everyone who is in the top 25? Oh, I see, see. So I had the list here. Hold on, I had to just find the list somewhere here. Where did I put it? I wrote it on something. I know I did. Wait. Uh, oh, right here. Here it is. Okay. So, uh, you know, this is uh, the rankings for the first five out of ten matches. Uh, you know, so obviously, you know, we're only about halfway through. Uh, but that being the case, here we go. All right. In uh, 25th place, we have uh, Big F and Hitman. Uh, that's a, there's a name. You know. And then in 24th, uh, 24th uh, place, we have uh, The Cougar. And 23rd, we have Anarchy's Beast. Uh, 22, we have the Saturday Night Champion, Maeve O'Hare. Oh, mm, Maeve O'Hare. Yeah, yummy. Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, then we have, a, you know, we have the 21st, we have uh, The Unsettled, Chris Cage. That is a properly named person. I have seen him backstage just sort of rocking back and forth, holding his own head. It's very disturbing. Um, and then we have, you know, number 20, we have the Wicked Beardy, a uh, very awesome beard. If you've never seen it up close, just I'm telling you, you have to go and touch it. It's a thing of beauty. Um, and then you have, you know, number 19, you have Big Greg. You know, I'm not sure why they call him that. He's not that big, but okay. Um, then we have number 18. Uh, we have at, at 18, we have the World and Supreme Fighter Claymore. That's, that's quite a drop there, the, you know, Mr. Champion. I'm just saying, you know, you, you know, you were all the way up at number two, and now you're down to like number 18. You know, I'm just saying. Um, and then right after him, we have our national champion, <clears throat> former men's champion, uh, Teflon Sheik. He's at number 17. And then uh, number 16, we have, uh, you know, you know, we have our, our favorite, uh, you know, vegetable eater, Uber Vegan TPO. Uh, number 15, we have our favorite pickle eater, you know, the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, and then we have uh, number 14, we have uh, Boney. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even going to ask why they call him that. I. I feel like I would just be too in for much information. Um, and then we have number thirteen. Thirteen. We have uh, money. Money soup. Okay. 
So then we get interesting. So we get a number 12. We have the, you know, the, the, the crow boy, uh, Mark Gallagher, you know, and then we have 11 is, uh, whoa, wait, wait. when did Norman Sterling come here? We have, no one tells me these things. We have another Luchador. This is great. He's number 11. Go him. All right. So then we have uh, the X. We have uh, it's Angel Bitch. You know, I, I, I love that name. I have to say it. it's Angel Bitch. Like part of her name is insulting you. It's beautiful. All right. And uh, so in Nueve, we have uh, Sweet Haven Slasher, uh, Ocho. We have uh, Beast, Say, Say, Say. Um, yeah, so, you know, so it's funny because we have two beasts, you know, in two different places. But it's, it's kind of funny. All right. So uh, Siete, we have uh, Double Freaking A. Uh, Says we have uh, Judgment is in, in, in that place. Uh, you know, again, a former champion. <laughs> You know, uh, now number uh, number five, we have uh, the multimedia champion, Alistair Fiend. And then number four, we have uh, he who does not need introduction, the great red dragon, is in number four. Yet again, you know, he, he stays in these top five pretty well. I right? go him. Um, you know, number three, we have another one of these tiring guys, you know, Luke the Hero for Hire. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Now, number, uh, number two, we have, uh, speaking of great asses, uh, Lady Vex. Uh, Hi, Lady Vex. How are you out there? We'll, we'll talk to you later. Um, and then uh, numero uno is uh, he, he man himself, the Platinum Dragon Champion and the number one contender, the Immortal Griffith. All right. Indeed, an interesting start to the rankings period. Halfway through five of the ten matches. And your thoughts, your thoughts, El Vacant, on the early rankings. Um, I mean, not a ton of surprises here. Uh, I mean, I'm amused that the people calling themselves the pinnacle are the two top ranked people. I, it's, there's a sort of, you know, amusement value to that. Um, you know, and I'm a little amused that some of the people I'm used to seeing in the, you know, the top 10, you know, top five or are, are, are much lower, uh, right about now. So it's been, it's been an interesting turn of events. Indubitably, an interesting turn of events. We will find out in coming weeks what, who will step up into the top 25. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the High Voltage Invitational also finished up just a couple days ago. El Vacant, you have those results. Uh, oh, I do. That's true. Wait, hold on. That's over here. So, there they are. Okay. So uh, in the high voltage invitational, we you know you have your eight people that were in, um, and interestingly enough, we had three way tie this 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 season. Uh, we had three people come in six and one. Uh, those people were Des Claymore and the Cougar. Um, due to uh, entertainment scoring, we shall call it um, the Cougar has is one this season, so she will be getting the shot at the title. So congratulations, uh, Cougar lady. Um, you know, we can, we can celebrate that later too. You know, just saying when you, you come in, we can have you know, shit on the lap and we can talk about it. Okay. See, all right. Um, you know, and then, you know, so then we, so we also had, uh, then in fourth place, we had Cy fifth place. We had Denzel, the giant, uh, then Luigi Marger, Luigi Mario. This is hard to say this name. This is not a good Spanish name. We need to give him a good Spanish name. Um, and then, uh, Nightcrawler, and then uh, Mancunian uh, Maniac. All right, so what this ends up meaning is obviously Cougs gets the title shot, but it also means that Claymore, Dez, Sai, and Denzel all get automatic seeds into next season. 
this does, however, mean that uh, Luigi, Nightcrawler, and uh, Mancunian um, do not. So they, they have to earn their way back in if they wish to try to get in next season. All right. Thank you, L. Vacant. So that means They're that not. the Cougar the Cougar will be challenging for the White Lightning Championship held by John Taylor at Graveyard Smash. So that is three title opportunities for the Cougar at Graveyard Smash. She will be challenging. What are you going to say? The, the woman likes gold. Leave her alone. Uh, very true. And she also has a lot to fight for. Uh, memories, if you will. Memories of loved ones and whatnot. But memories. All alone in the moonlight. No, I stopped. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I've I've heard worse. I've heard worse. But with that being said, Cougar challenging Crazy Mama for the Estrogen Championship, challenging Alistair Fiend for the Multimedia Championship, and also challenging John Taylor for the White Lightning Championship. Three titles I do believe she holds in high esteem. And wants to leave Graveyard Smash with. We'll be talking with the First Lady of Anarchy in just a little while. But one last thing we do need to note. RAWF Tag Teams are getting a new GM, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's getting a new GM with the lovely Raven stepping out, stepping down to retire from GMing the tag team and the 432-1 divisions. There is a new sheriff in town in the tag team divisions. Its name is Unstoppable. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, who reprogrammed Unstoppable? I do believe before the maestro took Bart Amadeus, he had Unstoppable reprogrammed in how to GM the tag team division. So, with that being said, Ladies and gentlemen, sign-ups are open for Season 9 of R.A.W.F. Tag Teams. You all have been sent a message by Unstoppable to join the Season 9 Tag Team scene and sign up. Both members of your team must confirm, and you must post a tag plate if you have one. Uh, my understanding also is that the rules uh, next season are also changing a little bit, so please make sure to read them thoroughly. Indeed. All right. So that is RAWF news. Let's bring on the one GM we have. We do have a couple GMs, I should say. Let's bring on first RAWF Powerball GM from Kentucky, the great state of Kentucky. Uh, Leechfield, Kentucky, that is. He is the one and only.
Razor, good evening. Good evening. Hola, how are you this evening? I am well, and how are you? Razor, you have been doing a great job as Powerball GM. The winner, of course, of this period we mentioned was Uncle Frank. Uh, he will be taking on Killa Neptune for the Powerball Championship at Graveyard Smash. It does seem like the Opaque Brotherhood has a monopoly on the Powerball Championship. I would have to agree. With that being said, do you have a prediction for Graveyard Smash? Who will kill a Neptune, retain the Powerball title, or will Uncle Frank be hungry for more gold? I have to give it to Killer because he's held on to it for quite a while. It means a lot to him. And uh, I believe it'll be a close match, but in the end, I think Killer will come out on top. All right. Thank you. I mean, on some level, he's right. Bruce is quite, quite, you know, quite covetous of that belt. He he really does like holding on to it. Uh, El Vacant, your humor is second to none. What? I said your humor was second to none. That was a compliment. Si. Gracias. I, I don't, I didn't tell a joke, but okay. Alrighty, our next GM hails from parts unknown. He is your ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the paragon of greatness. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the fence and the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that this day turns night. Did you just try to speak Spanish at me? I understood every word he said, didn't you? I did, but it hurts my ears when he did that. Don't do that. Uh, uh, see. Uh, anyway, hey, uh, Dan Levitan, what? Great to see you here today, man. I haven't seen you for at least what a week since our last show, but really, I mean, what's the last time we've actually chatted? It's been a while, right, Dan? Indeed. So, Paragon, you know, first. I'm going to tell you something right here real quick before I go on to the gauntlet, because uh, I wanted to say this to you for a long time. You know, there's Monsoon Heenan, there's Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler, and there is Dan Levitan and Doc Dillinger. You're right up there, buddy. One of the best of all time, the greatest in the game, game today. Well, I, I think you, you 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, 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 I'll sign autographs after the show. But Paragon, my friend, so give us an Ultimate Gauntlet update. Well, the last time that we were updated, the Mancunian maniac was on a run. However, he was stopped by the Agent of Hate, who was then defeated by Twizy. And the story of this week has been Twizy, as Twizy beat the Agent of Hate. Twizzy went on to defeat Maeve O'Hare. Twizzy went on to defeat Mark Caliber. Twizzy went on to be defeated by John Taylor. And that is where we are currently sitting as John Taylor takes on Money Zoo. Oh, just a bit outside was Twizzy. Almost got there, Twizzy. Nice job. Great effort. Thank you for calling. All right. That's all with of the magic most players. With that being said... The gauntlet continues, ladies and gentlemen. The ultimate gauntlet, you can still sign up. And the ultimate gauntlet scene on the RAWF main page. All right. A couple tournaments to update you on. I mentioned Crazy Mama won the Biatch of the Month tournament, therefore naming her challenger and the Cougar. But Arsenal of the Month still ongoing to see who will face Sin for the men's championship. A graveyard smash. Right now we are in the quarterfinals. Already on to the semifinals. One semifinal matchup set. It will be Anton Dare, who is a seven-time arsehole of the month, taking on the immortal Griffith. In the other quarterfinal bracket, you have Sweet Haven Slasher taking on Uber Vegan TPO and Big Greg taking on Bruce the Shark. It is still anybody's tournament. If that tournament does not end by Graveyard Smash, then the men's championship will be up for grabs at the next available Superstars. And the RAWF Extra Points Tournament. Win this, you get 25 extra bonus points. It, right now, we are in the semifinals. It is the former estrogen champion Psy taking on the immortal Griffith and Justice Ryder, a.k.a. the man formerly known as Kanta, taking on Judgment. Those are your final four in the Extra Points Tournament. So, with that being said, Elvacant, it seems that Il, the immortal Griffith in position to win this tournament. If he can do it, he's already number one that could very well cement another number one finish for the Immortal Griffith. I mean, he has, uh, you know, look, say what you want about Terror Inc. and what they've done. If they've done anything, they've lit the fire back under under the ego, man, because he has not, this is, this is a Griffith we have not seen in years. I, I I concur totally. This is definitely the immortal Griffith. I remember seeing back two years ago when he was world champion, winning world championships, winning platinum dragon championships, winning all kinds of gold. Uh, and yes, you are absolutely correct. He seems to have gotten back into that groove, if you will. But with that being said, he's got two very tough opponents at Graveyard Smash. Claymore, world heavyweight champion, who right now may be the the guy in RAWF as far as rankings, as far as holding the win title. Claymore right now at the top of his game in his RAWF career. Then 
you turn around, he's got to face his arch nemesis, a man he's faced many, many times on pay-per-view. And at one point, it was a straight 12 or 13 times on pay-per-view that these two met up. They have not met up for 13 months on pay-per-view. But Immortal Griffith, Paragon of Greatness, possibly the greatest rivalry in R.A.W.F. history, goes on again at Graveyard Smash. Does the man you call Ego Man have a chance at making history at Graveyard Smash? Uh, I mean, <laughs> how do you say no? I mean, he's he's made history in this company so many times. What's one more at this point? All right. We will there find is one thing I, I think is interesting, though, if you look. You mentioned who the, the, the where we are going into the semifinals for Arsehole as well. <clears throat> and his name was in there as well. Reminds me, what do they get the shot at with that, if they win that again? The men's championship. And, and who has that currently? That would be Terror Inc.'s sin. Right. And... And who was it he said he was coming to take everything from? Terror Inc. Hmm. I think I see Mm. pattern here. That, you could be correct. I could definitely see that happening. And if that Arsenal of the Month tournament ends by Graveyard Smash, and Griff is indeed the winner, he will challenge Finn for the men's championship. But... That is for another night. Let's talk to the man himself, the man who has a chance of becoming the second person in R.A.W. history to hold both the World and Platinum Dragon Championships here in R.A.W.F. He is the Immortal One. I am Immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious. Ladies and gentlemen, from London, England, he is reigning platinum dragon champion and number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship. He is the immortal Griffith. Griffith, hello. Hola, Mr. Eagleman. Come in, have a seat. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Dan! Dan, it's been forever. I haven't seen you in here in ages. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen you in here. No, this is my first trip into the R.A.W.F. radio studios. You know, Lord Amadeus, he doesn't like people coming in here. And you probably could have stopped the people. People. Well, he does. That, that too. That too. You know. But at anywho, Griffith, 
at Graveyard Smash a chance to make R.A.W.F. history, which I know you love to do. However, two very tough opponents await you at Graveyard Smash. Let's concentrate first. Let's concentrate first on the World Heavyweight Championship and Claymore, where you know you want. We know you're looking for that sixth World Heavyweight Championship here in RAWF. Two months ago, at Tropical Aggression, unable to beat Uncle Frank. What's the difference between Uncle Frank and Claymore that you think you could win this match? Well, in all likelihood, I won't have a giant behemoth of a man hit me with my own finisher moments before I have to go into the ring. Therefore, I'm not trying to keep myself from puking the entire match because I have a stage three concussion. Well, that is a good strategy to be sure, but Claymore seems to Hi, be... Hi, Dragon. I see you out there. How are you? Yes. Excuse me? Well, that that's who did it. Oh. Oh. Hit me with a concussion oh. protocol. Kind of hurt a bit because he's very large. Yes, 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 indeed he is. But at anywho, that was Tropical Aggression. This is Graveyard Smash we we're discussing at the moment. Would that be... Would, uh, sorry? Okay, no. So, jokes aside, jokes aside, you know me. I, I, I like the kid. I like to have a good time. But no, in all seriousness, you know, you know what the difference is? What is the difference? I didn't have a problem with Frank. Frank hadn't insulted me. Frank hadn't Frank hadn't put himself in a position where I felt in the very fiber of my being the need to demolish him and everything he holds dear. You see, see I mean, I've had my issues with the Opic Brotherhood here and there. I mean, I have a very long and, and historic rivalry with, with one of their main guys. Hi, Paragon. How you doing out there? Um, but, uh, you know, it's, nev- it's never been... I've never considered them like a cancer that needs to be excised. I've never considered them you know, like, like poisonous. See, and that's what Terror Inc. is. It's, it, 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 it's, it's a tumor. It's a tumor that's been slowly growing inside the locker room and infecting everything around it. And it, it, just, it just needs it needs someone to be the scalpel to remove it. And you know, sadly for them, I'm that scalpel. I have been going through your roster one at a time, taking each and every one of them out. Not one of them has managed to beat me since they've been here. Not one. Not one single time. Ask Luke what it's like to get into the ring with me. Ask Teflon what it's like to get in the ring with me. Ask Sin what it's like to get in the ring with me. Ask any single one of your little compadres what it's like to get in the ring with me. Hell, ask Judgment how I train when I am motivated. He's seen it firsthand. Claymore, I am coming to take what is yours. See now, and let's be clear about that. See, normally I say, you know, I get cocky. You know, I come out here and I, 
you know, and I put on this big show about how I'm coming to take what's mine, right? The belt's mine. You're just holding it for me. But see, that's, that's, we're beyond that. We're beyond the games. We're beyond the mind games. You're the champion. You earned that belt. It's yours. But it's yours because I haven't taken it from you yet. And the key word there is yet, Claymore. Because I'm coming. I'm taking that gold from you. I'm taking it from Terror Inc. And I'm sending the message that needs to be sent. Your time is over. And when you're done and you're nursing a concussion in the back and you're wondering, what did you ever do? What, what, how many gods must you have offended to come to this place? The answer is one. One god you have offended. The god of R.A.W.F. Me. On that note, Griff, you will also have a second, possibly a third, but we can't confirm that or deny that at this point. But definitely a second match. It will be Immortal Greatness 2007-8. I think it's been like something I can't remember. But anywho, for I the first time, though, in 13 months. 743, I believe. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I, I, I can't, you have to divide by five to get the – never mind. At anywho, with that big – at that point, at that point, you could be the first, second person in RAW history to hold both the Platinum Dragon and World Heavyweight Championships. The only other person to do it was Alec Remington, who, as we know, no longer here in RAWF. So you would def and you'd be the first Hall of Famer to do this. I'm sure this accomplishment would be very important to you. So. I'm the first person to be the world champion and the men's champion at the same time. I'm the first person to be the world champion and the superstars champion at the first time. But you're right. See, I never managed that. I never managed to be platinum dragon and world at the same time, mostly just because of the way things worked out, the where the, you know, where challenges came in. Um, and uh, look, Alex, Alex, it was a member of Kindred. I have nothing but respect for Alex, and I was very happy when he managed that achievement. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's always kind of irked me that I've never managed it. it, you know, you know, that I've never, you know, and I, I, I've been on this thing where, you know, I, I have the belt I want. I haven't been pushing to be anything other than, you know, the most important champion in the company. So I, the other belts didn't really matter that much to me. And so I never really focused on, on achieving this. And it's not why I'm going after the title. I've been pretty clear about what's make what what my what my drive and goal is here. Um, but I can't lie. Adding adding that little adding that little line to my to my to my record book, it'll feel good. Well, let's get the response from Paragon. Paragon, hello again. Uh, good evening again. Um, first of all, I would like to respond by saying, "What what is a grip? I've, I've never seen one of these in the ring before. I, I don't understand what this opponent is. I don't I don't know what this is. What 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 is this immortal one? I, I've never. I, I think I may have seen this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this is this that damn guy that I faced like three hundred times again? Are you serious? Come on. Okay. So um, 
No, reality is Griffith is, and I've been on record to say this a lot, you know, a lot of people have talked about, you know, the immortal greatness and in a lot of ways is also kind of the, the quote-unquote ego bowl. You know, it's two guys that talk about how great they are all the time. And, and I, you know, it's a, it's a deserved distinction. It's arguably the two most decorated champions in the history of this company. But I have never shied away from the fact that the immortal Griffith is the one singular greatest superstar in the history of this company. There's very little debate that can be made about that. And I certainly, as somebody who probably has more experience than anybody else in that field, can tell you that this is not something that is an exaggeration. It's not some sort of fluky thing. He's not more myth than man. He is exactly what he says he is. He does exactly what he says he's going to do. It's never under any circumstances a easy match. It's never even a hard match. It's a damn near impossible match. Every time you go up against the Immortal Griffith and honestly there's there's one thing that I have figured out over all of my instances of taking on Griffith. One strategy that seems to be the only way to beat him. And I, I like to liken this to um, the immortal Griffith being similar to that of Smaug the dragon from the Hobbit. He's got this one weak patch. And as he flies over Lake town, Bard, the bowman must hit this one small spot, this one bare patch in order to defeat the immortal Griffith and an improbable, impossible shot to, to defeat the immortal one, because he's got one fleck of a speck of a microscopic inch of a weakness, and that is that while he is the greatest of all time in the ring, he has a tendency towards tunnel vision. And when he doesn't care as much about you or what you're doing, you have a shot. It's very simple, like what he said about Uncle Frank just a, a while ago. Uh, he didn't have a problem with Uncle Frank. He didn't have a reason to go after Uncle Frank. What his focus at the time was, was defending what he uh, calls the the greatest championship, the most important championship in RAWF, the Platinum Dragon Championship. That was his singular focus, his only focus, the only thing that mattered to him for the last 13 months, and he has held that championship proving that when he focuses on something, he is unstoppable. However, going into Graveyard Smash, the immortal Griffith is not focused for the first time in 13 months since the last time that I defeated him for that Platinum Dragon Championship. He is not focused primarily on the Platinum Dragon Championship. He is focused on Terror, Inc. And trust me, I know those guys there, a pain in the ass. I, I've a lot of the things that he's had to say about them. I've said about them in the past, you know, there are some of them I wouldn't call necessarily a, a disease on the company. I, I have a great deal of respect for Luke. For example, I think that he's a very talented guy that's kind of surrounded by people. I, I don't like as much, but that's, that's irrelevant to the fact that Griffith right now is finally focusing on something other than the platinum dragon championship. He's looking at terror Inc and he sees red and that is my opportunity. He's he's looking one way, I have to go the other. It's time for Paragon of Greatness to take that one in a million shot. And to your point, 
Paragon, it was 13 months ago that you put the only blemish on the immortal Griffith's record on his Platinum Dragon title defense record in over the past two years. Griffith, does that, does that loss still linger in your mind? <sighs> I, I would not say, first of all, uh, thank you for, uh, painting a giant bullseye on that for the world to see their paragon. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like we faced each other a lot that you, you know, you, you, you might've known a little more than someone else. You had to, had to, to broadcast it to the world. I appreciate that. Um, why don't I tell everyone that you know, just so roll some pickles across the mat while we're, while they're wrestling you while we're at it, you know, just to get you distracted. Just, you know, just saying, but no, so that all aside, look, uh, He's right. I, what can I say? He's he's not wrong. I you know look. I, there's not a there's not a lot of people I respect in this industry. Uh, you know, at, at, at as as an equal in the ring, there are a few. They've all and they've all had to go through some shit to earn it. But he's certainly one of them. You know, look, I you know, I, well, I can I can talk mad shit all day. You know, and everyone here knows it. But at the end of the day, the truth is. Very, very few people can say that they've taken a title from me. He's done it more than once. So, you know, yeah, I take him seriously. Yes, what he said is correct. Is my focus going to be on that belt solely? No, clearly not. It's not. It can't be. Um, But, uh, you know, look, Paragon, I'm going to tell you point blank. I still consider it the most important belt in the world. I wouldn't think I'm that distracted if I were you. You know, fair enough. I I definitely expect, as I've said, I believe that you are the most difficult opponent in this business to take on. I don't think that in any way you're going to take this match lightly, but as I said, all it takes is the glimmer of the fleck of the speck of you looking the other direction, and you've seen numerous times that I am able to snatch victory from that tiny weakness, so keep your eyes open. It is going to be an epic evening in Atlanta, Georgia. Next Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, R.A.W.F. presenting Graveyard Smash. The immortal Griffith looking to make R.A.W.F. history, but what? But two extremely tough opponents stand in his way. We are going to take a short break and, and uh, L. Vacant. L. Vacant. I believe you said you had something you wanted to uh, play here on air for some odd reason. Oh, see, so uh, I guess I should preamble this a little bit. Um, so, look, when I came into this business, um, <clears throat> there was a, you know, a person who kind of mentored me. Uh, you know, he, he made sure that, you know, I, I learned not only, you know, the ropes in the ring, but also, you know, backstage and, and understanding, you know, how everything everything works, you know, and, and he was very instrumental in me being the wrestler I am today, you know, and interestingly, um, I was, uh, uh, how do you say, I was uh, back in, uh, back home, and I ran into him at a local event, and we were talking, and, you know, and he's been following my career, you know, because he's a friend, and, uh, 
you know, he, how do I say this? He, uh, he, he talked at length about, you know, how he really enjoys RAWF and how he's been following it for years. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of had him, uh, I kind of had them cut the promo for us because I thought it would be, you know, it would be, it would be, you know, it would be good. So, you know, here, this is, this is uh, one of my original mentors. Uh, most of you have probably heard of him. So uh, here we go. American dream. He's just a cool baby. It's a milk and wet dream. Got the hose coming at you large and in charge. Be there tomorrow on Superstars. We're going to have a good time. We got the hose out on the street making that money. We got baby doll on the street corner and telling these things. And you all know it's funny. Out there fucking sex in there. Getting off the method. He's going to be there too. With you tomorrow on Superstars. This is American with Green. Got the hose, baby. That's right. My, my, my idol, my mentor, Dusty Hose. I love that man. Dusty Hose. Wait, you know him too? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know you knew him. Oh, no, he's he's instrumental in making me in there. Yeah, he he originally taught me, like, the rules and stuff. Like, when I first got into the ring, like, he was one of the people that pulled me aside and, like, helped me out. Oh man, I I share things with ego, man. This is not this is not okay, Dan. Who doesn't know a good wet dream? All right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in just a few moments. Going to play in lieu of his absent absence, Lord Amadeus' favorite song. We'll be right back. This is R A W F After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Armadillo style L.A. style They call me Lord Armadillo I am your jukebox hero I'm not some upstart jobber Or your everyday zero As handsome as Pitt And as tough as De Niro Try to block job me And I'll kick your rear Love my golden hair All the ladies are jealous of my golden hair. I love to run a brush through all my golden hair. You people wish you all had my golden hair. I said golden hair. I'm a weapon of mass destruction. You don't know. Oh, you will know. I destroy those who stand before me. Now you know. So let's go. So all you bitches and you jobbers can go toe. I'm a dare style. LA style. Boing, 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 boing. I'm a dare style. LA style. Boing, 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 boing. I'm a dare style. Boing, 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 I'm a dare style. Eh, Fuba said, eh, boing, 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 eh, 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 
you all down to a place called Fubar City. It's where I am from, and believe me, it's not pretty. You don't get messed up because I'm on the committee, and we don't take pity. Hey, watch my hair. You people need to learn not to pull my golden hair. God damn it, Shifty, I said not to touch. survival lie on the machine but victory for the madness has been foreseen at graveyard smash we finally arrive to consume all of unstoppable alive the machine likes to preen the machine likes to boast His ego shines like the brightest signpost. But never has he seen our like. We will stab that ego with a reality spike. And when the machine falls and the earth begins to tremble, the machine will be buried never to be reassembled. And then R.A.W.F. will fall. Then the rest of your realm. As the madness grows, it will overwhelm. Is he gone? Is he gone? I, I don't know. I, I haven't looked yet. Can I come out from under your chair now? Uh, 
I think I think he's gone. You're good. Come up. Good. Good. I apologize for anything you smelled while you were down there. I've had burritos today. I thought that was him. Now I know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it appears the maestro has spoken. It appears Lord Amadeus is still under the influence of the maestro. What will happen at Graveyard Smash when he collides with Mithras, the title machine? Uh, with that being said, with that, with, at any who, moving, at any who. There we go. All right, I'm back. Here we are. Yeah. Ooh. He had green eyes, Awaken. Did you notice the green I, eyes? Right? That's not normal. That's definitely not. As we know, though, at anywho, our next. Our and for next, the record, for those of you don't, who did not see him, I don't mean like, you know, green, like, you know, Maeve over there with the cute, you know, oh, those are really nice green eyes. It's very beautiful. I, no, I don't mean like that. I mean like green laser dot green. Like, holy shit, you can see it at 100 yards in the dark. Green. Yes. Indeed. Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, hails from Austin, Texas. She is the first lady of Anarchy, and she has three, three huge matches at Graveyard Smash. Please welcome at this time. Watching 
and I'm definitely coming for you, John. So, knowing that you are fighting, knowing that you are fighting for your daughter, and you know, and what, and with that being, you know, with all this, which of these three matches is the most important to you? Actually, I, I was surprised to get one of them. Uh, they're all kind of important for different reasons, but again, the White Lightning is the one that I really, really want to come out with. Fair enough. So with that being said, let's talk about your opponents, John Taylor, Crazy Mama, Alistair Fiend. Which one worries you most? Which one worries you least? Um, I'm going to say Alistair probably worries me a little more than Crazy Mama because Alistair knows me. We have had several matches, so we know each other very well. Um, he can me, I can best him. He's the one that I'm more worried about getting over. Mama, I think I can take. Besides, I made her a couple of guarantees that she would have one hellacious battle and that I would be leaving with something that I'm allowing her to keep warm for me. And, of course, as we all know, you are the longest reigning estrogen champion in RAWF history, where you regain that belt. Do you think you could repeat that feat? I, I don't know. We have the likes of Vex, and I'm, I'm watching Maeve. We've got some good female wrestlers coming up the ranks this time. Uh, last time, it, it, the competition didn't seem to be quite as tough. So it would definitely be a more accomplished feeling if I could do it because I would have to, the Lady Vexes, the Mabel Hairs that are coming up, the Davillas. You just have stronger competition in REWF now than when I first took the title and held it for, what, almost a year, I think? That would be indeed. It was 10 and a half months you were estrogen champion. So, Coogs, with that, if I was shocked to to change gears here. A couple weeks ago, when you and the majority of Anarchy, if not all of Anarchy, signed with Aggies Epitome Sports Management, what was the thinking behind that decision to sign with Aggie? To get gold. It was time for Anarchy to have gold around their waist, and now I have one that has gold around his waist, and I'm getting the opportunity to get three shots or three gold belts around my waist. So that will give us four belts. How much credit do you give Aggie for any of this that, you, that you've accomplished going into Graveyard Smash? How was he an influence in any way? In any of in winning the high voltage invitational, not in the invitational. That one is definitely the wrestlers there. Members really can't help in that one. You are locked in a cage that will electrify you. I mean, I have had to do LA type treatments on my hair to get the singed ends fixed because it was singed so badly during my matches. 
but during other matches, Aggie was there. He was cheering me on. He was giving me um, encouragement that I needed to push forward. He was there when I was uh, fighting for my contender match to, to face Alistair. Well, good luck to you, Coogs, uh, to be sure, going into Graveyard Smash. I'll vacate. Any questions for the First Lady of Anarchy? Uh, well, I mean, uh, lots of them, I don't know that they're, you know, related to wrestling. Well, I mean, in the ring wrestling, <laughs> anyway. I'd... Right. Um, so, um, I do have a question. So, I have a question for you. You know, look, when, when, when you agreed to take over... Um, the division, you know, you, you were very clear, uh, you know, I was in that meeting and you were very clear that, look, you would take it over, you would run it, but, you know, with the understanding that you, you wanted to be able to enter this very particular one because of the meaning to it. And, you know, and, 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 and everyone agreed and thought it was, you know, a perfectly reasonable request, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, you now find yourself in a position where not only, you know, did you do very well, but you, 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 you won, you got the title shot. So I guess I have to ask you, like, if you win this title, who takes over? Uh, if LA's good with it, I can do it because I cannot really um, – what is the word I'm looking for? I can't set it in my favor to win because of the way it's set up. The the people that win actually win because they have fought. They have talked their butts off in order to get their shot. And I, I would only be involved in the title match win, and, and that match could be set by any GM so that I wouldn't know when it was being set to keep any time advantage that might happen. Wow, hard-hitting journalism from El Vacant. Have you been taking lessons from me? See, si, actually, I, I pay attention to all of your your interviews and all of your work. <laughs> well, Cougar, we wish you good luck next week at Graveyard Smash, to be sure. It will be an emotional night for you, and uh, I... I would say that you have a, lot, a very good group of anarchy people behind you. I think you'll be okay. Good luck to you against Alistair Fiend, Crazy Mama, and John Taylor. Thank you very much. And I'll see you later, Vicent. So, El Vaker. <laughs> She's good to see me later. <laughs> El Vaker. El Vaker. You seem to be very wise with the ladies, and I've kind of been... Maybe we should talk about that later. Never mind. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen. Would you um, like another burrito? Oh, please, no. I've been eating, I've been freaking eating Pepsi like Amadeus eats Excedrin tonight. No, 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 no. I'm fine. Thank you very much. With that being okay. said, our next caller, ladies and gentlemen is from Chicago, Illinois. She will be challenging for the national championship at Graveyard Smash. She is... Don't you follow me, calling me, it's 
couple of matches but uh i've been seeing the training staff seeing some professionals and we're we're trying to find the root cause of the issue have you looked at your tag partner because it might be him i have looked over my tag partner quite thoroughly thank you could you tell him to put the shirt on i don't know what's going on he used to wear a shirt (laughs) Um, I, I've been very clear that he needs to wear a shirt, and um, <clears throat> he not my forte. To be happy, happy. yeah, <laughs> he is quite happy. Um, distracting our fan club with it. So, Vex, good evening. I'm Dan Levitan. I don't believe we've ever had gotten to meet, but big not fan on here. a personal level. No, only in passing. It's good to finally meet you, Dan. What? Okay, so Vex, this is one of the most important voices in RAWF. This is Dan Demand Levitan. Uh, Dan, this is one of the best asses in RAWF. This is Lady Vex. Oh, I've seen the ass. (laughs) No worries. I have called plenty of matches, and yes, it's a distraction to say the least. But being a professional... (laughs) I only look for a couple of seconds. Only a couple. Every couple of seconds. Exactly. See. But <laughs> Graveyard Smash Lady Vex a chance to regain one title that you held late last year and had to let go due to injury. You will be facing either the Teflon Sheik or Judgment for the national title at Graveyard Smash, do you have a preference to who you would face? None at all. As long as it includes steamrolling someone of Terror Inc. to wrest them from their belt, I'm absolutely fine with it. I believe the only person in that group that deserves to hold a belt is probably Claymore because he has put in the work. Everyone else is just a hanger-on, a leech, and the quicker Claymore realizes that, the quicker he can go further in this company. I totally agree. But at Graveyards, I mean, how much, how important is it to you to regain that title, knowing how you lost it early, late last year? I didn't lose it. I had to leave it. There is no loss involved in that. And um, that's something that a lot of people can't hold against me. And I think it, it, it irritates them that they can't. 
because they know that we cannot help those things that pull us away from the ring like that. If I had lost it, though, yes, I would like to get it back. There was a point when I wasn't going to try to get it back. But you know what? It's time that people get reminded of what I did and what I can do, what I'm capable of. I'm no pushover. Yes, there are times that I stumble. Yes, there are times that a match may not go my way. But I am still the powerhouse that I have been the entire time I've been in RAWF. It's true. And on that note, Vex, it does seem like you have regained your groove, to say the least, ranking number two halfway through this rankings period. Uh, tearing through your opponents like they were paper. What is what what? How much was your training to get back to this level after being gone for so long? My training's been more of a mental process. I started out when I came back only intending to do some management for a friend. Some things went a little wild. No one really knows the whole story of what went on assumptions have been made and I'm going to let those people keep making them because that makes them underestimate me. That makes them believe that there's less of me than there really is. And when they find out the truth, it's going to be too late. Well, I couldn't help but notice Lady Vex, you have, uh, you have been getting close to one other lovely last year at RAWF, that being the Mavo O'Hare, the reigning Saturday night championship. Uh, something we need to know about what's going on there. <laughs> what happens behind closed doors stays behind closed doors. I believe Griffith will agree with me on that particular subject. She's not wrong. Okay, I suppose that is fair enough. Good luck to you, Lady Vex, whether it be against Judgment or Teflon Sheik at Graveyard Smash, looking to regain the national championship. Good luck to you. Thank you very much, Dan. I'll see you later, Vacant. Oh, Oh, yes, you will. How do you do that? Just how, how do you it, do it's that? It's called machismo. I, I I will try to help, but you're you're not you're you're not Spanish. Uh, well, uh, next up, ladies and gentlemen, from the Mushroom Kingdom, he comes. He is. Our good friend, Luigi Mario. That sounds dirty when you say it.
Hello. So, Luigi, uh, I know it's probably a sore subject, but was you were unsuccessful in the High Voltage Invitational, finishing sixth, which means you will be relegated to having to re-qualify again. Uh, what did you learn from this experience in this High Voltage Invitational? Well, I know that even though I'm eliminated from this season, I'll re-qualify and go back to next year and win the um, uh, basic invitation for the second time. You would, of course, if you were to do that, be the first ever two-time winner of the High Voltage Invitational. So, being in there with Coogs and Claymore and Diggies and, you know, all of the others, Coogs certainly seem to be the most, uh, be on fire. Would you agree or disagree with that assessment? I'll give it to her. I do agree she's on fire, so. <clears throat> Hopefully, uh, That's she has on fire. fire. Oh, wait, sorry. I, just, I couldn't help it. <laughs> I thought Luigi Luigi was the singer of the group. uh, We both can be, but anyway. um, Anyway, uh, hopefully she has a good fight with uh, John Taylor, so I'll be looking at that match on Gregor Sash and see who I have to take on next, next time. And Cougar, when I say he's the only two-time winner, I mean he's the only two-time winner since you took over. Uh, well, I, 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 you're right. I should have said it a different way. You're the first one to since Cougs took it over early last year. I'm sure. Uh, all right, <laughs> Luigi. So what is next for Luigi Mario here in REWF? What are you looking to accomplish besides a high-voltage invitational? You've been around. You've got to be chomping at the bit to get your hands on people here in REWF. Who, any particular opponents, any particular things that you're looking to accomplish? Um, <clears throat> well, I don't really care who I face at Gregor Spanish. I'm just hoping they try to get, um, you know, on top. Hopefully get to the top 25 one of these times and hopefully go for a belt. And hopefully win the contenders match so I can win that belt. All right. Well, Luigi, you know, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. Called all of your matches, watched you work. You are definitely one of the hardest working people here in RAWF. Good luck to you. Thank you. Luigi Mario, ladies and gentlemen. And our next caller, ladies and gentlemen, he hails from parts unknown. He is a legend here in RAWF. He is the self-proclaimed Mr. RAWF, member of Terror Inc. And tomorrow on Superstars in Macon, Georgia, challenges the Teflon Sheik for the national championship. He is... Judgment.
Championship, and uh, someone yelled out, oh, oh, my, "Oh my God! I can't believe it! I think he needs to, he needs to go to the hospital." Also, him. Yeah, I, re- I remember. Thank you, Elvacan. Thank you. Here to help. Thank you for pointing that out. But judgment tomorrow on Superstars, yes. you challenged. Your four, fellow terror ink member, the tough one, Sheik, for a shot at the national championship, and he accepted inexplicably. Now, we have to look at this situation. He gets challenged by Sin, also a member of Terror Inc., for the men's title the week before, loses that title, and now he turns around one week later to defend his other title against a member of Terror Inc. I call shenanigans. 
No, we, you, you don't have to constantly change it. We're just basically doing what everybody else is doing. I mean, you got an Archie there. They're fighting each other, so I said to myself, "Self, might as well enjoy join in 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 in, in the in the in the thrill of it." You got the puppy pound fighting themselves, and it's just a hood of the traveling pants fighting themselves. So we're just fitting in with the rest of the crew. Yeah, just making it a full I circle. I mean, the difference here would be that they earned shots at one another, and you guys have just been, you know, challenging each other. It's a little different. I'm just saying, judgment, that it does look suspicious from the looking out, looking outside to the inside. But that being said, you do have a chance to win the national title tomorrow on Superstars. If you do so and win the national title, you then have to go on to Graveyard Smash and defend it against Lady Vax. Your thoughts? I said, your thoughts, sir. Hello. I think we broke him. Judgment. I said, my mic got muted for some reason. I I, I think something happened to my mic. You know, Lady Vex is a hell of a fighter. Got mad respects for her. And uh, if... You know, if I got to face her and beat her, then face her, beat her, keep my title. Not taking nothing from her. Lady Vex came in here and she guessed. She won every title that she's supposed to win. And I know she's a title taker, and I'm going to be ready for her. All right. Well said, well spoken. Judgment tomorrow, taking on Teflon Sheik. If he beats him for the national title, he takes on Lady Vex at Graveyard Smash. Sir, anything else you have to say to the RAWF yes. radio listeners? Yes, I want to say welcome back, Elvacan. It's good to have you back. Gracias, senor. Gracias. You know, I, I do have to get I get pulled away from time to time. I have a you know I do have other uh, obligations. In other countries, so sometimes I have to, you know, go and take care of them, and I have to unfortunately miss the show. Yeah, I remember last week you was they they, they said you 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 had to work. Never mind, don't worry about it. See you guys. That was judgment, Mister R A W F, on his match tomorrow with the tough one Sheik and the prospect of fighting Lady Vex at Graveyard Smash. What will happen? We will find out. Next week, stay tuned to RAWF After Hours next week right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Now, going back to Graveyard Smash, the update scene, ladies and gentlemen. There was one other match I have not mentioned for Graveyard Smash. I have been... uh, It was... The Wolfpack taking on the Click in a eight-person Fubar City tag team match in a steel cage. Now, interestingly enough, Fubar City normally doesn't have a cage mat, cage around the ring, but 
This time it will be different with eight people in the ring at the same time. Newest member to the Wolfpack, Denzel the Giant, challenging for the Superstars title tomorrow. But he could, but he will be joining Mark Caliber, Alex Caliber, and Revenge Gibson in the steel cage. The click will be John Taylor, will be Twizzy, Ghost, and they have uh, Cross. There we go. So that one is going to be a hell of a match. And then, of course, the tag team match from hell that we have been all been talking about. It, it'll be Cassie Joe and Cy taking on Bubs and Evil Angel Page in a Fubar City tag team match. It sounds to me, El Vacant, that it could get quite ugly at Graveyard Smash. Uh, see, uh, look, I, I really hope that before, you know, Los Angeles's uh, change of life started that, uh, you know, he, he remembered to up the uh, insurance payments for this pay-per-view because I, I think it's going to be needed. Well, right now, I don't think insurance is on Lord Amadeus's mind, as we saw earlier this evening. However, if Mithras can defeat the maestro, at Graveyard Smash, it means the Maestro will go at least go away for another year. But if Mithras is unsuccessful, it could mean grave. It could have grave ramifications throughout RAWF and Wrestler Unstoppable. Your thoughts. I, I don't really want to see what happens if that occurs. I, I I think perhaps I will maybe take extended vacation to Tijuana. All right. Well, our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, he hails from Louisville, Kentucky. He is known as the greatest voice in all of Unstoppable, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. <clears throat> Sir Dragon... The Great Red Dragon, you are on the air. Hello. Good in hell. Evening, you pansies. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The Great Red Dragon. Good evening, Dan, the man, Levitan. You're back once again for some racks and stacks. It's the best on wax. How about another golden oldie sandwich from R.A.W.F. Coming soon in Atlanta at Graveyard Smash. Uh, uh, Sorry, I'm just doing one of your old promos from back in the day. My God, you are looking svelte, young man. Look at you. Your hair, you've grown it out. It looks so much better than the golden locks of Lord Amadeus. My God, and that cut, that suit, where did you get made? Is that custom? custom? My God, this looks great. Did did my tailors make this for you? No, 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 they did not. But, Dragon, it is an honor and a pleasure to be talking with you on REWF Radio. I... You know, I'm a big fan of your work, not just in the ring, but here on radio as well. It is an honor and a pleasure to be speaking with you. 
it's mine too. I mean, I've been following you for years, and you know, I yeah. Uh, can I? Can I? You know, just give you a couple of tips. You know, you've got to pr- open up that throat of yours and you know project. Here, let me show you. <clears throat> Projection. You know, you got to really just step up. You know, speaking to that mic. You, you know, it's just little bitty things like that. You know, you, you're great. You got a great voice. I think you're going to go somewhere. Well, let me let me try it. Let me. Projection. That's, what was that? It's got potential. Let's try it again. Projection. And, and really enunciate your letters. You know, projection. You know, get in there. I think you've got it. You know, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but, but All right. you okay. know, it uh, helps. Come work. on, try it. I'll, I'll work oh, one more time. All right. Oh, oh my God! I love your voice so much better, you know, than the golden one. Oh, you're gonna go places in this business. It's so great to finally have you back over here at RAWF. You know, you should you should really you know press for a contract, you know, and get get a permanent spot doing this every week. I I really think. This is your moment in time. Really? Yeah. I, I don't. Well, I mean, if Lord, if 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 the maestro beats Mithras, I don't think I might have a shot. I think there's a great chance. And I say that, great. Well, thank you, Dragon. If it matters, I think you would make a great sidekick. Can I can I do it just once, Dragon? So I'm such a big fan. Can oh please, please! I want to hear it. I'm ready. How you doing? Oh, that's so great. How you doing? Yes, you're. Oh my God, you're so. I'm a big fan. Thank you for being here. Oh, the show feels so much better when you're at the wheel, sir. See, I'll make it. I told you I was host. No, he said you were the driver. That's different. All right. Thank you, Dragon, very, very much. It is now that time in the program where we promote. So getting promotions kicked off, I start with Lady Vex. Pinnacle. New gear coming to the store. New season, new GM. Pretty fucking hot couple. I'm good with it. Pinnacle. Indeed. Luigi Mario, hello. Hey, um, nothing for me. Luigi Mario, goodbye. Razor. Yeah, I want to promote uh, the upcoming Powerball title match at uh, the pay-per-view. Killer versus Uncle Frank. It's going to be a good one. All right. Razor. Judgment. I have nothing to promote at this time. 
Final days to sign up for the Anarchy Avenging Angel Memorial and Awareness Tournament. It will be starting on Tuesday the 22nd. I will push the button at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can contact me or Bubs for an invite. Indeed. Paragon. Uh, Yes, catch every Sunday on Nickelodeon, Plum Angry, a Violet Lilac Down, the first ever all-purple-themed character sports league tournament in kids' television history, and we will see four matchups every Sunday as purple characters take on each other in randomly generated sports. And then, of course, on the after show, on Nickelodeon.com, you will have the pontiff of the purpulation himself, Paragon of Greatness, breaking down every matchup, what happened, and what might be my chances against the winner of whatever matchup happened if I should face them down the line in the tournament. Check it out, especially all of our younger viewers out there. And, of course, my personal favorite that I'm rooting for. Creepy. All right. El Vacant. Uh, see, so uh, I would like to uh, put forward an a, a idea out there. So, look, you know, uh, last year we had a we did a pay-per-view south of the border near, you know, at my home. And uh, I, I thought that went really well. So I, I, I think we should do it again. But, you know, the powers that be... You know, they're not really answering me about these things. So I think if, if, if the RAWF fans want to see yet again the RAWF go to the funnest place on earth, Tijuana, Mexico, then you should do a write-in campaign, write letters, postcards, emails, tweezers. I do, it does not matter. Whatever it is, social media, the hell out of this thing. Let the RAWF know that you want to see the whole RAWF roster go back down to Tijuana, Mexico, for a little, you know, fun in the sun. Indubitably. Great Red Dragon. Tonight, I want to focus my promo and uh, promote the Demented Fallen, the Demented Snapdragon Fallen Angel herself. Everybody should go out there in her matches. And since we are the amazing and greatest couple that there is. Go out there and promote her matches. Get out there, go to ringside, say hi, you know, distract the ref, whatever you got to do, say hi. And remember, tomorrow on Superstars, get those, come on down to ringside and say hello. We look forward to seeing you there because you're a bunch of pansies and you know it. Indubitably, the immortal Griffith, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, do you find that your tag team lacks luster? Do you find that it lacks any sort of charisma or personality to speak of? Well, we here at Pinnacle are here to help you. Between myself and Lady Vex, we can show you the proper ways to make yourself shine in this industry. We can show you how to be a star. Now, obviously, you can't reach the pinnacle, but you could shine just a little bit brighter if you followed our 10 easy steps to stardom. And that's right. Just for $99.99, you can order our package, 
like Pinnacle Pinup Program, to tell you all 10 steps on how to become less shitty. All right, that is promotions, ladies and gentlemen, here on RAWF After Hours. We still got a few minutes left, so I will turn a question to the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, hello. Hello? So, at Greatest Smash, it will be Killa Neptune versus Uncle Frank for the Powerball Championship. Now, of course, you being a fellow member of the Opaque Brotherhood, along with these two fine young athletes here in RAWF, who do you predict walking out of with the Powerball title? You know, far be it for me to make two references to Smaug on the same night, but... I like to think of this in a Lord of the Rings term. You've got yourself a, a little bit of a, a Smeagol, a, a Gollum, if you will, and Killa Neptune, a greedy little guy, really wants to hold on to that championship. And he, it means a lot to him. It's precious to him. And when you take him in the grand scheme, sure, the dragon of Uncle Frank may be able to sit on top of a pile of gold any given night, but he's not going to miss one piece of gold when it slips past him. So I think that Killa Neptune holding on to that precious at Graveyard Smash. Now I have to ask Paragon because, and I hate to mention it, but I have to do it hard-hitting journalism. Killa Neptune, the only member of the Opaque Brotherhood left holding a title belt in RAWF. Is he lording it over you at all? Well, you've met Killa, so, I mean, he frequently jumps down to your announce table. You see him, how he behaves all the time. You bet your ass he is, and I don't know what kind of weird, bizarro world we're living in where Killa is the only guy with the championship, but we need to get ourselves in gear. Indeed. That did, was did a he just badmouth his own guy? Because it kind of sounded did. like did. He did. He did it on air, on the record, and I'm sure he will get he will get some feedback from the boys when he gets home. All right. That is it for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours. And did it, did, what just flashed outside? Did you see that? Nope, nope. I did not. I saw nothing. You did I saw Good night, everybody. We're out of here. I'm, I'm, Gotta go. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah, I know.